Hey, sis. Welcome to the Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast. Now, real quick before we get into the show, did you know that this podcast is a spinoff from a book that I wrote? Yes. Mom Keys to Mental Peace, 12 Tips to Become a Healthy Mom and Raise Healthy Children. In this book, I share my story about how I identified toxic patterns of thinking about life and motherhood. I share how God helped me to transform by the renewal of my mind. I didn't want to keep this revelation to myself, so I packaged it in a book to share how you can transform your mindset and lifestyle too. This book is for anyone who desires to break unhealthy generational patterns in their family, want to build healthier and stronger relationships with their children, or for anyone who wants to overcome the battle of negative thoughts in their mind. After reading this book, you will learn how to gain confidence in who you are as a mother, handle unhealthy thinking patterns when they appear in your mind, and position yourself to achieve mom-life balance. This book is available wherever books are sold, and the link will be in the show notes. Now let's get to the show. so much Jamal I appreciate you welcome um welcome everybody that's hopping on I'll just do a quick intro and then we'll get ready all right so welcome y'all my name is Tari Kaya Allen Butler and I am a speaker and author and what I do is teach millennial moms how to gain confidence in who they are as a woman because in order for us to have confidence in motherhood we must first have confidence in our womanhood so I'm excited for my special guest today. Now, are you going by Tyler? Because you know I know you. I call you Jamal. 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 It's Jamal. Yeah, All right. Our special guest, Jamal Smith. So if you can, just tell us um, your name, where you're from, and how many babies you have at home. Got you. Yep. So my name is Tyler Jamal Smith. I'm originally from Sanford, North Carolina. I now reside in Texas. Uh, father, husband got three children, two. I got a nine-year-old daughter and a uh, seven-year-old son, and I got a little baby in the womb right now, so family growing. (laughs) Congratulations to y'all. I'm excited. Welcome to the three-kid gang. If you can do two, you can do three. Yeah, no doubt. (laughs) Ain't nothing to it but to do it. I'm so happy for y'all, for you and Paula. I'm excited for y'all. You (laughs) and in the family. Y'all looking good out there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So, Jamal, I'm so excited to talk with you. Let's hop into our first question. So um, for those of you who do not know, Jamal is an author. He has a book out called Liberated by Faith. Um, So if you can just share a little bit about what your book is about and who it's for. Absolutely. So here's a good visual for people in case you wanted to see it. But uh, this book is about a um, it's about my life story, my upbringing and where I came from and things that I have endured. Uh, it's all based on a true story. And so uh, just to kind of give it a summary, uh, my father, my grandfather and my brother is in prison as well as some uncles. And so it was uh, it's always been a generational ignorance type of thing regarding that. And uh, 
and how we had so many men just previously fall into that same cycle of yes. and dysfunction and, you know, fatherless children. And just uh, it had always been a cycle and it had always been the struggle. And uh, I myself became a product of my environment. So in this book, I talk about how at the age of 15, I got into some trouble myself and I was faced with first degree murder and attempted on robbery charges. Mm. So I really, in a very um, authentic and genuine way, but also in a very good storytelling way, um, I describe what all of that was like in its entirety. Uh, and so it's very thorough. Uh, it's very life changing and it's eye and perspective changing and opening. And so um, it's one of my projects that I'm extremely proud of. Uh, it's been having great impact. It's really been opening eyes and minds of a lot of people and going out into the world. And so uh, I just wanted to encourage people through this book um, that you are able to overcome even some of the harshest things in life that you might be faced with. And especially a lot of people who come from those dysfunctional environments that I did and limited belief systems that we tend to have coming from those places. Uh, I tend to show people that you don't have to have those things that you can be all that you really want to achieve out here. So one day at a time, just really out here chasing these goals, loving my family, taking care of the family, building that solid foundation. And uh, this book right here has just been, it's been a blessing. It's been a blessing for sure. Yeah. Yes. Oh my gosh, Jamal. And I, like I shared before, I know Jamal, I grew up with Jamal. I'm close friends with his um, cousin. And I remember when all of this was going on in town, like, and looking back on it, I like how there are some key points you pointed out about um, just certain mindsets or limiting beliefs. And really at that time, when those situations are going on, if that's all you see, you don't realize that that belief um, mindset is limited. You see it as normal. That is normal that somebody got shot today. It's normal that this 15-year-old is going to jail for being in the situation. So people hear about it. It's a hype in the moment. And then we've just, it just goes on. Life just goes on. So I love how you were able to, um, or God was able to move in that opportunity and really spare you or sacrifice you so that you are that voice. Cause there's so many black men who are in the very same situation that you were in and just see it as normal because that's all that they see around them. So Thank you for pointing that out, that, you know, those situations are not normal and don't have to be accepted and that um, men have a chance and a voice to, you know, create their own story. Which leads into my next question. So what? how did you create, you know, a path for yourself outside of the stereotype? Because and I don't know the correct term for it. I know that you like work professionally with guns, but like that's an interest that a lot of black men have. But how did you, you know, channel that interest into something more professional, you know, or to work against the eyes of the regular story of a black man? Gotcha. Um, it's all about purposeful living. Like I, I, mm -hmm. I um Instagram bio, but living on purpose. Uh, that has been what has put me in position for all of the gun stuff and the exposure that I've gotten. So, um. I was telling one of my clients, I cut hair as well. So I was telling one of my clients earlier, I showed them a magazine. You can go pick this up in uh, Walmart or any major outlet. It's called Recoil Magazine. Uh, but they got a full page ad with me in it, uh, modeling. And uh, I told people like in my book, you can read in my book, there's a part of my book where I explain how when I was little, I've always had this love for guns. It's always been. Mm -hmm. And so me and my brother, as soon as we get to the grocery store, food line, 
we wasn't concerned about going to get snacks or anything like that. We were shooting straight to the gun out. And I'm looking at the gun magazine. I don't know nothing about nothing, but I'll yeah. And that was just it. You know what I mean? All the shooting video games. I just always been in love with it, even up to the point where I was doing it the wrong way in the streets with it. Um, right. But that passion had always been there. Uh, and so whenever I had um, joined the military, did my time in the military and had got out and I was really going through a dark moment in my life going through a lot of things uh that was the that was the time when i started to shoot more and i actually created my instagram page Tyler small shoots and i just started putting out videos of what i love to do you know what i mean me being yeah. perfect, uh just doing the things that i love to do and then from there over time it's been about four years since i did that um just over time the opportunities and the uh relationships and the exposure that has came from that, it just shows that, you know what I mean, your gifts will make a way for you, you know, in a sense. So, you know what I mean, by living on purpose, by staying true to you, by doing those things you love to do, you know what I mean? You do that, God going to take care of the rest. You know what I mean? His grace is something serious. So it's also God, of course, aligning everything. He's always supreme and reigning supreme over all of that. But also, you wouldn't even get close to that door if you isn't, if you aren't busy doing what's purposeful to you. And so, you know, I mean, I like to encourage people to get out there and do those things you love to do and uh, record yourself because we living in this information technology age. So whether you know it or not, you could be such an inspiration to so many people just by putting out what you love to do. And best believe is people watching. So, you know, this gun thing is blew up because guns are such a big part of America in general. It's a big part of the world. Mm -hmm. It's something that has been around since the beginning of time. Uh, even Jesus homeboys. They carry the sword. The sword is just another form of the gun. You know, right. just how we go from sending kites and writing letters to now we got cell phones and we having this virtual call. That's right. technology advanced. Well, the sword is no different. The sword has now evolved into handguns and rifles and mm -hmm. things of that nature. But it's its importance and its necessity is all still the same because everybody should have that right to defend themselves. And so now, you know. By me just putting out those videos on Instagram and just showing that I love to shoot guns and things of that nature has opened up so many doors. I've really started to see more purpose and why God has put me in this position to really educate so many more people and really show what right looks like. Because it is a lot of lies and negative stereotypes and bad stigmas that is plaguing, especially our communities, when yeah. there are guns and information about them. And so um, I, I see that importance now more than ever to be a voice. And to actually have a solution, you know, because there's so many problems in the world. One thing I'm big on is that I don't want to keep talking about the problems. I want to, yeah. you know, and so we were solution based. That's what my company is about. Liberating methods, firearm training. You can get licensed and, you know, ultimately you'll be able to come to where we are and you can buy a gun. You can get training. You can get licensed. You can get a hosted. You can get educated. You can, you can go in debt. You don't have to be ignorant about guns. You can have your own solid understanding of them and the application of them. And uh, that's that's what I'm working hard for. So, you know, the, the whole gun thing, uh, modeling with Magpul, which is a top tier gun company, all that stuff is great, but it all derived from, you know, living on purpose. Just putting that camera up and making it do what it do. So, yeah. Yes, Jamal, listen, you are preaching. And yeah. I definitely can attest and relate to that because you know with me and speaking um i feel like it is purpose me speaking and kind of you know related to how you said you know i've always been a talker i've always talked in class got in trouble for talking <laughs> so kind of like you said you've always had that 
you know, interest with guns, but it's just a matter of the way that energy is shifted. So for me, you know, years ago before this platform, I got into a lot of arguments with people, very argumentative, very, you know, um, tight with my words with people. But really, my words are meant to encourage and uplift and, you know, help others. And I didn't realize that until getting into purpose, like you said. And I love how you are very open about your relationship with God. You're very open about how he has helped you and guided your life. And I think a lot more. What advice would you give, I would say, to a black father who is unsure about how to go about building a relationship with God or feels like that's something for old people or they ain't got to do all of that to have a relation, you know, like how most black men think about church or relationship with God. What would you say to that father who is struggling with connecting and finding his way? Gotcha. Yeah. Now, nah, no doubt. Um, that's, that's going to be a human thing. You know, mm. God is sovereign and it's never him that leaves us it's always us that leave him so that's always a human problem so that black man that's struggling in that way my first piece of advice is maybe you know understanding that we all struggling in that way even i do you know i don't have all the answers and god is sovereign so his ways are not our ways and i don't have an understanding of that sometimes when you're in the midst of something and you're going through it or you're trying to figure out some answers you want some clarity you get frustrated get overwhelmed sometimes your belief dies down a little bit or it might not be there at all but what i will say is that um you know it's all about faith that's why i i titled my book liberated by faith and faith is believing mm-hmm. something you can't see uh and that don't always mean other people are going to believe that and so when it comes to the faith thing it's more so showing better than i can tell but i will encourage you you know if you read my book, you'll understand why I'm on fire about God, why I love Jesus and why he's real to me, because he is real. I bet him for myself. He exposed himself to me and he delivered me on every promise he gave me. Hence the reason I am who I am today. I understand that completely. But other people, they don't they don't feel that like I feel that because they didn't go through what I went through. Um, but. God is real. And what I will say is that if you are willing to embark on that journey and don't look at it like it's a, a bad thing. It's not, you know what I mean? I'm not no saint. I love to tell people, I'm Jamal, not Jesus. <laughs> you yeah, listen. You can get this work. You can listen. I'm I'm no saint whatsoever, but I do love God. His presence is all the way real to me. And I live my life on purpose. And I'd rather show you better than I can tell. And I'm not trying to do that in no way where I'm being holier than thou. I'm not interested. I'm not interested. I'm not interested. You know, but. God is already showing me I'm in, I'm doing what he needs me to do anyway. People are being impacted and inspired anyway. And that they dig deep and really want to look into my book. God's going to be glorified through and through in a genuine way. You know what I mean? Once this is a, on the big screen, this is rated R. You know, I'm not sugarcoating. I don't want this to be sweet to you. Mm-hmm. I want you to really understand who God is. And it's not always rainbows and butterflies. You know, right. it's, it's not. Sometimes it's death. Sometimes it's blood. Sometimes it's pain and trauma. But God is still in the midst of all those things, just like the beauty of things. And it's always going, you know, it's it's <laughs> God is good. And um, it's a journey. You know what I mean? So if I can encourage somebody, I would say embark on it. You know what I mean? Take that leap of faith, especially going after something while you're in the pursuit of something, building that relationship with God and seeing it for yourself is just very beneficial. You know, he is the source. Yes. Listen, I can, again, attest to all of that that you're saying. 
um, definitely when I started my journey with Christ, uh, and still to this day, I'm not um, a saint, like you said. I turn up with my girls. I, I'm going to have fun. I'm going to enjoy myself, you know. And again, not being judgmental to others and where they are in their journey, which I think, you know, all is the work of the enemy. Feeling like you have to be this this certain way. And I think now the millennials are um, accepting the relationship versus religion as far as, you know, with God. And I had to learn that because as a kid growing up, I think church was shown as this ritual thing. You have to do X, Y, Z. You have to be this way. But he just wants us to share his word out to others our way. If you're into surfing and you can minister to somebody by helping them surfing, do that. If you're into crocheting and you can minister to somebody in your crochet group, then sis, do that. Like It's not just one way. And I think once we start to share our lives and share our stories more, people can see like, okay, if God, if you're talking about God and he went through all this, if he's talking about God and he was in that situation, maybe I should give him a chance too. And I think that's really what we're here on this earth for is to just show the grace of God to others and to show, you know, all the stuff in the Bible, all those people in the Bible, they were ratchet. They had issues, <laughs> you know, and, and he still used them. And that's who we are today in this, this new generation. Absolutely. All right. So just wrapping up, um, Jamal, if you could just share, what are some ways that women, wives or mothers in Black fathers' lives, how can we support y'all? Because I know there are things that Black men deal with that they may not be as open about to talk about. So like maybe a father dealing with, you know, trying to find a job or trying to find purpose and he's stressed or whatever, how can we as women support a man going through, you know, his growth journey? Gotcha. Um, as I would say maybe, you know, as best as you can be in that unconditional love. Nobody, what's something I'm big on is leaving a human room to be a human. You know, yeah. nobody's going to have us like God can have us. But having our partners, having that strong woman behind us, beside us, helping and assisting, you know, being there doing those little things that they might not see us doing. Mm-hmm. That's always a huge thing. It's those little things. It doesn't have to be huge and crazy things. It's mm-hmm. the little behind the scene things where you might see, you know, that man being hesitant or lacking. It might need a little bit of push, you know, something simple. Like I might, I might be slow to do some paperwork or print some stuff off and Paula, she'll get that done for me. That's priceless. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can yeah. be lifting and really be out there putting in some work. I'll fight. I'll do whatever. But when it comes to some paperwork or something, it's like my brain don't want to work. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Something as little as having a partner that uh knock out that type of stuff and always be that person in your corner through the good and the bad. You know, that type of stuff is priceless because we all got to go through this journey. And I, I do think helpful when you've got somebody with you, having that significant other right by your side, having your woman right there by your side. Um, it's a boost, you know, and the Bible is say he who finds a wife finds a good thing. So I believe that to be true. You know what I mean? Having that partner that's really there for you and, uh, that can help get you there. Yeah. A thousand percent that can help get you there. I think <laughs> perfectly meant to be, you know, something that's perfectly meant. Those two things are working in synchrony. A lot of good things can come to fruition from. That's so good, Jamal. Shouts out to Paula. 
doing her thing, supporting her man. (laughs) I love it. Well, Jamal, thank you so much for coming and talking with me. This was so good. It blessed me, and I pray that it has blessed um, everyone who joined us today. Um, If anyone is interested in working with you or getting a copy of your book or even coming to get a haircut, I know we might have some people local for you on here. Um, yeah. Just kind of share how people can contact you and get up with you. Absolutely. So um, you can head over to my website. It's uh, www.liberatingmethods.com. Uh, and on there, that's pretty much an access portal for everything that we offer. You know, whether you want to look into getting you a hoster, that's something you can just write through the personalized message system. Or you want to get merchandise, want to get a shirt, want to get a copy of the book. You can find that on the website. You can also find it on Amazon and Kindle as well. Um, but uh, you can come through the website or if you want to reach out through email, that's liberatingmethods at iCloud.com. Uh, and so um, you can reach out that way if you're interested in speaking engagements or anything of that nature. You know, anything that I can be of service, nine, nine times out of ten, I'm all for it because that's what I know I'm here for. So i'm uh i'm super thankful for this opportunity sorry thank you for bringing me on thank you for this opportunity to share my book and you know everything that we offering and uh once again i'm thankful i want to encourage people to get out there and live on purpose you know chase after your dreams your gifts and make a way for you and uh yeah make it count make it count yeah definitely thank you jamal i appreciate you thank you all right bye y'all have a good night y'all take care